Is This a Ghost is sponsored by our dear good friends at Pickney Bend Distillery. Did you write something down for the ad? I mean, you were new. You're like disconnected for like seven days. So I figured you had time. Yeah, to like write I can't something. believe I got this. I started researching this story at about 11 o'clock this morning. So, mm. <laughs> um, so we're, no we're both going to learn something nice. What it sounds like. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, indeed. Do you, you, do you have anything for the ad? Do you want I, to uh, I, I use up all my ad stuff before when I, when I get, yeah, when you said, blah, yeah. oh, I, <laughs> I just tried this whiskey. Oh God. <laughs> it tastes like a door. Uh. <laughs> uh, it, it is it is, something, it is something i really enjoy about about pinkney ben it's it's it is a the whiskey especially the whiskey is such a such unique uh ultra ultra oaky notes like there, there's no mistaking it for anything else um yeah you know, that's a, true you know a lot of times you, you'll you'll get a whiskey and you'll taste it and be like I, you could literally have blindfolded me and i could have said 40 different names um and really you know, I would have no idea. Some of them aren't even whiskeys. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't, yeah. Have, you wouldn't know. Clorox, but no, it's, uh, <laughs> but no, but Pinkney Bend, yeah, their, their whiskey is just so immediately recognizable. Um, it is, it's, it's fairly intense on the first sip, but, uh, after that it goes, uh, goes down pretty smooth. It is. I mean, if you like oaky whiskey, you, you're going to be hard pressed to find a better oaky whiskey than the American rested whiskey at Pinkney Bend. It's award winning. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It hits you. It hits you hard with that with that wood. It is so woodsy. I feel like I need to get Smokey the Bear involved. So. <laughs> Only you can prevent alcoholism, I guess. <laughs> but not <Yeah>. quite yet. <laughs> um, it's like the Robert, if Robert Frost would love this. It's like he if would. you he two whiskeys diverge into wood, and this is both of them where they came back it's together. It's a shame because he just passed away, didn't? I think very recently. More yeah. people are more and more people are recognizing him, <laughs> and it's great. Um, but if you like woodsy whiskey, like I do, and like Patrick is learning to, then you're going to like, uh, Pinkney Bend whiskey a lot. I made my, that's what I'm drinking tonight too. Um, and I, I made a, basically a, a, a perfect Manhattan with it. Mm. Um, and it's nice. It evens out the, uh, tones a little bit and it's just, mm. uh, you know, a little whiskey, a little bit of sweet vermouth, a little dry vermouth, a little bit of bitters. And, uh, it's, it's going to do you, it's going to do you. And you can find it too at P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D dot com. And go check it out. I'm impressed that you came all the way back and you spelled it right. Like right off the I bat. was I, very, I, I don't I, know if you noticed the hesitation, I, but I was, it was, I, I was like, you got to look up. I don't know if that was a cue card or. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jesus I'm Christ. so sorry. You got to give me the warning first. I, I told you I set the marker. That all was right, the warning. Okay. All right. You can, you can, can you cancel the marker? Is that C? <laughs> no. Now it's locked in. I can't oh, even delete this well, anymore. So it's going to be in the episode. On to the next thing. And we just started running a new ad. I think we have new listeners for this episode. So this is great. I'm so sorry, guys. It's usually... Uh, no, it's it's, uh, it's, it's not it's, it's not this. different I'm than sorry. this usually. But uh but hey everybody, thank you. Thank you. hey, hey, thanks. Thanks it's folks you. for you. For specifically you. Yeah. you. Yeah, you yeah. though. You're the one with the yeah. with the AirPods. Yeah, in. don't yeah, look you. in the back seat. There's nobody in the car with you. You, buddy. There is someone in the car with you. Don't look back there though. But seriously, don't. He has a knife. <laughs> um you are our next ghost. <laughs> this is a ghost. But for today, it's uh this is is this a ghost? And this is not how the intro normally goes, but this is a podcast that we do every week. And every week I tell my real friend, Patrick, a real story from, uh, from real history. And he doesn't, he doesn't take it real seriously as you may be able to tell, uh, from how this is going so far. Well, 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 look who decided to come back to his country where all of his stuff is. (laughs) Yeah, it's me. And guess what? I tried to come back to my country on my own mm-hmm. way more times than my airline would have liked. <laughs> and, and which uh, airline did you choose to leave the country? I on? wouldn't say it's not. A, first of all, it's not a choice. So we, <laughs> it's not really an airline the, either. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We yeah, we booked um, we booked a, we booked a, a, a package, package deal ah, yeah through Expedia.com. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And they said. Uh, thank you for doing that. Your punishment for doing it this way is that you will fly Frontier Airlines. 
And we, and I'll tell you on the way out, it was great because Erin did all the research and she was like, okay, we're not going to pay for carry on bags. But Mm -hmm. she found like this perfect bag on Amazon that was like the exact dimensions of a personal item. Mm -hmm. Like it was all great. It was going really well and it worked Mm -hmm. perfectly. You outsmarted Frontier Airlines. Do you know how many people a day think like, "Ah, we fucking (laughs) cracked the code? (laughs) Yep. And we were one of those, one of those couples and we Mm -hmm. did and it was good. And then we went on vacation and Dominican was just wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the people, if you, hey, hey, if you ever go on an all-inclusive uh, to Dominican Republic, I go to the Live Aqua, man, it's wonderful. And the staff there, mm-hmm. oh my God, just the best. So yeah. kind and nice. And, and, anyone uh, in particular helpful. you want to, you want to point out? Any, any, I have any some names, names down. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. They listen. I, they probably listen. Yeah. Sure. Let me, uh, let me, uh, let me throw some out here. here. Uh, let's see. Well, first of all, we had our own private butler. Which felt a little butler? colonial, which I didn't, uh, yeah, you know, I'm that, not sure about that felt one. a little off, but he was great. He was very helpful. His name was Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he was, very, he was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else were you? Uh, the, uh, some of the, the entertainment folks who were very enthusiastic and, uh, and, and wonderful. Uh, we had Paola. Mm-hmm. She was a fun captain, I believe her title was, <laughs> and she did a great job. She was out there dancing every night, trying to she get people to dance. Was she, was she the one responsible for like pouring drinks down your throat in the pool? That's that sounds no, like it's Paola. not that kind of place, no. but it sounds like that. Sure, it, it, maybe it just wasn't for you. Maybe we didn't go to those parties. <laughs> yeah, there was a foam party that we we skipped, were in bed by so seven thirty every <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Also on that team was a uh, lady. Uh, and she did the mixology classes and the rum and cigar tasting, uh, classes. Oh, okay. She was great. Uh, who else? Um, uh, Manuel, uh, when he learned it was my birthday, gave us a very special birthday dinner and a special, uh, room that was, it was a nice room. It did remind me a little bit. It was like, um, it was like dining in like a Hannibal Lecter prison, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but in a nice way. Happy birthday to you, right? Yes. I mean, it probably turned um, out better than that i mean i guess it depends yeah we on did what not get had. eaten right yes yeah but what did you eat uh i didn't ask well and seemed uh seemed best to not <laughs> <laughs> who else gosh we have somewhere uh uh delphi was in uh our vip service we had a vip we ended up accidentally being a vip are you okay your face is in i'm sorry thing. i had I, that was my first slug of the uh of the pinkney bend the Pinkney Bend whiskey, and I had not like prepared my palate for it. Yeah, it it's pretty, it's pretty woody. Kind of like eating a big chunk of an interior door for a second, and mm-hmm. I feel better now. Yeah, now I'm prepared. Yes. Whew. Are you done listening to the names of my my friends at uh, Live Aqua? I I didn't think you'd get past two. I'll be honest. With you. <laughs> I have seven. <laughs> Delphi was great. Uh, Angel was great. Uh, did pool aerobics every day, like a real champion. I didn't partake, but boy, he was <laughs> boy. He was, from a distance, <laughs> seemed like a he big was. You know, push. God loved that kid. He was. He did his work. And then uh, Salvador was a, a waiter who was uh, around. great. It was just all all real nice folks. Uh, who, no complaints. No, no, and only praises, really, uh, truly. But uh, the Frontier Airlines can't go fuck itself to death yeah. <laughs> on the other side of things. They did cancel our flight. Our last morning, we were supposed to fly out. They emailed us about, an I don't know, an hour before we left for the airport to say, mm. by the way, your flight's canceled. We're not going to tell you why, mm. but you can be on this plane tomorrow. Hmm. Um, okay. And like most people are like, well, it must be really hard to be in Dominican Republic at an inclusive yeah. resort for another day. Yeah. And that's, I get that argument. Yeah. That's true. It Is it really expensive to, to be an all-inclusive resort, resort for it an extra day? It turns out that yeah. it's pretty expensive to do it longer. <laughs> so, and also we had our, you know, our one-year-old and our three-year-old were in St. Louis. Yeah, with family. yeah, 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 yeah. They were fine. And they, well, we missed them. And also our... They are the people they were left with also have jobs, so they didn't know what to do with them. So that it, it was it was it's more challenging than people like to make it uh, feel like it was. Sure. Um, and then the second day we woke up. Okay, well this is the day we get we were mm. home today. And then again, Frontier canceled our flight mm. and said uh, we're not telling you why we've done this, but we can book you tomorrow. So we were stranded in an international uh, situation for at least minimum two mm. days. Yeah. Like we have to get home to our children, <laughs> yeah. So we paid uh, quite a lot of money to cobble together flights on JetBlue and then Southwest to actually get back to St. Louis. Wow! From there, goodness. Um, so, so that part it didn't finish great. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you, I mean, if that happened on the front end, though, to where like eight into two days of the trip to get down oh, there. Oh, this. Mm-hmm. 
now, yeah, if it's going to happen, this is the best way to yeah. do it. I just don't think that should be the option. Like, on which end of the trip do you want to lose mm-hmm. two days? Yeah. You know, they're, when you book those things, they're pretty specific about when you want to come home. They're not just like, you know, which calendar yeah. month would you like to get back to your house? Right. Oh, that's a like, good question. I wouldn't think you're yeah. going to ask that. Mm, yeah. October. It's like we flew to like New York. And we're like, ah, oh, well, we can drive home if we need to, mm-hmm. or we can take a, you know, whatever. Yeah. We're in a different country. Mm-hmm. There are passports involved. <laughs> like we don't speak the language very well. <laughs> Should I get the customs? They're gonna look at a little stamp and they're gonna be like, "You've been here too long. I need you to go to." This Actually, you can't inspection. go home now. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you, you live here, but now. illegally. Time to wash and you're going to prison for the rest of your life. Correct. So uh, I don't, all in all, though, it, it was it was great. It was great until the last day, and then it, it didn't. You know, again, yeah. it, and then the it, it's a very nice day. place to stay. Yeah, it's and then the fine, next last so. day. Yeah. It was so good, though, to be in that space with for a few days like, mm-hmm. without the girls. We knew they were safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was all going well back at home and mm-hmm. just like to relax. Uh, it was it was really it was a good way to turn 40. Nice. Uh, how about you? How was uh, how was Tibby Island? It's fine. Great. No sharks. <laughs> no, no, no sharks. Lots of sea life. Lots of uh, 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 I heard I broke into your house and I found a daughter there and yeah. I was surprised to see Stella and I said, "Oh, you're home." <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, she told me you saw a lot of sea life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw both sea life in aquariums. They were a fantastic marine uh, marine life center there. Um, and then we did not realize that the next day we would swim with said sea life in a very alarmingly close fashion. Um, so yeah, it was it was fun. It was this huge, just huge, huge, huge sea turtles, like three, four hundred pound loggerhead sea turtles, just kind of swimming around people and you know poking. They're their pretty nose gentle. They're not really known for like. I I mean, they don't have men. to be. Yeah, they're like the size of a fucking motorcycle, and they have a beak. So I didn't. I wasn't going to wait around to see how. That's true. No, and no, maybe just no one has told them yet. Hey, you know, yeah. you could take these people, right? <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could really fuck these dudes up. You're like basically a rock. With knives on the front end. <laughs> and these dudes are made out of sweet, delicious pink meat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't tell them that. Yeah. I think they're vegetarians. I don't know. They eat, no, they eat like uh, crustaceans off the bottom of the Those off, are vegetables. The sea floor. They're like extra crunchy. Extra crunchy. Yeah. Um, so is kale. Organ- it's a vegetable. Mm-hmm. You think kale's a meat? You they probably, they <laughs> probably so I mean, they're a turtle. They will eat literally whatever floats in front of them. It does not matter. They're the rac- famously the raccoons of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Um, what else? It, that we have It's been the first. It's the first time I've seen you in two weeks. Yeah, it's exciting for you. I yeah, bet. So. it is. Yeah. I, <laughs> your 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 big blue eyes. <laughs> Anything else exciting happen? Hmm. Not a whole lot. Been still playing catch up from uh, from all that time enjoying life. So back to like accelerated, not enjoying life. So yeah, yeah things are cool. So your job isn't good. Mm, I mean, it's the 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 check keeps cashing, so I can't really complain too much. I guess that's a good part. That's <clears> a good part. <throat> but yeah, that's you know great. what? You know it does pay well. <laughs> you know it does pay well. What's that? Podcasting. Podcasting. Because I <laughs> came home the other day to a fucking drum of gin and whiskey that you had left with my 12 year old daughter so yeah she seemed pretty responsible she really is yeah she's responsible for like half of it so it's yeah (laughs) Yeah. i did i didn't i didn't even tell her not to open it Mm. i just thought she'll know what to do yeah she she knows so she knows it's not for her yeah uh yeah thank you again i know we already did the ad wink um but thank you as always to pick me ben we Mm. uh i love i love coming back home to my original home of St. Louis because I, I can drive out to Pickney Bend and, and spend some time with those good folks. I spent like an hour there chatting with uh, with Petra and with, uh, with some of the crew there. And they're just a delight. Like if you haven't, if you are in the area and you haven't gone to Pickney Bend yet, they're the best people. They really are the mm-hmm. best people mm-hmm. and they make the best gins. Yep. Um, I mean, Missouri has a reputation, so we have to hide the good ones really yeah. far away from folks. Yeah, so. yeah they're really tucked away. Yeah. <laughs> and that's on purpose, <laughs> definitely. Uh Pat, how do you, um, you, I don't know, your, your vacation gave you some time away from the podcast, obviously. It did. Um, Blessed time, like, time away from the podcast, honestly. Well, no, I wouldn't. I mean, we all need, but, really. It gave, it gave me time to like, to kind of like reconsider things. Yeah. Put like the ghost world in perspective is exactly. what I'm hoping. Absolutely. You know, the clear, the salty air kind of cleared you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were down in Savannah, right? Or near Savannah. Mm-hmm. And sure. uh, we you know, we did some, some, some 
some walking tours of Savannah. And every time there was like like a bus that went by, it was like, oh, ghost tours of Savannah. My sister-in-law would be like, oh, Patrick, do you want to go on the ghost tour? And I said, I'm on vacation. <laughs> this isn't work. <laughs> I hate you. Did you also explain to her that you were the one who doesn't like ghosts on this podcast? <laughs> I don't know if she gets the shtick. <laughs> Um, but it is nice to hear that you also are now accosted constantly by people, you know, saying, oh, here's a ghost thing. Do you want to do it? Because mm-hmm. I, I also feel now when I when that happens to me, I get really excited. I say, I do want to do that. Thank yeah. you for asking. I get upset in public in, in Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome back to us both. What else? What, oh, I have big news. Oh, I have big news. The biggest news yet, probably wow. for this podcast. OK, I almost forgot to tell you, uh, Aaron and I finally watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh huh. It was great. Oh, have you seen it? Are there ghosts in it? I I, I don't know where. We're, no, <laughs> I, I I've not seen it. No. Oh oh. Well, um, this is awkward. You know what this I did awkward. watch? I you know I you know I did finally watch. God, after like, oh, I've been I've been like waiting. I Casper. watched seventy nine fucking episodes of Bluey while I was on vacation. So <laughs> feeling pretty pretty good to get all caught up on that. Okay, good. So you are caught up. That's I great. am caught up. Yes, yeah. Good. I'm, I'm I'm all the way through like uh, uh, Bandit's funeral. That's like where that was the last episode that I saw. These words mean so. nothing to me, but I'm glad that you have them. Um, we have not. We don't. We don't do Bluey in this house, but I'm glad mm. you, someone does because I think we're getting big in Australia. So Ooh, this is hello. this is important for us. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's. I'm sorry. It's good day. <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> yes. Um, well, that's good to know. And how 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 are you finding the uh, the Bluey arc? The Bluey arc. Oh, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, tra- <laughs> transcendent. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Are you doing okay? You uh, that, I'm doing great. The Better by the minute. Okay? Better by the minute. Okay, good. Hmm. So you didn't see Guardians three? That's what I thought. I did not. I, thought- I saw the other two, and I figure, you know, that was a lot of movies to watch. So. Two, well, it it's some, it's multiple, it's more than one, barely. Mm-hmm. But um, but like three, like that three would be another, like you have to watch <sighs> another movie. That is true. That is another. That is a, that. an additional. That's true. Yeah, but I tell you, it is so good. Really, it was so good. Was it, it better was so than good. I? Was it better than Barbie? Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, I will let you know. Son. When I know. <laughs> no, oh. because the only reason that we now watch Guardians three is because we have to wait until movies are on Disney Plus <laughs> and no other platform because because again we have a one year old and a three year old. Mm-hmm. So um but we do we are gonna try to make a an attempt to go see Bar- both Barbie and Oppenheimer mm-hmm. uh in the theater. Definitely not the same night because um mm-hmm. we have children but um but it's there it's on our list. So mm-hmm. I will let you know yep. if it's better than Barbie. I think what I'm gonna I will do say it's probably different than Barbie. It's I would hope so. Uh I, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna watch Barbie on a 70 millimeter IMAX and then I'm going to watch Oppenheimer <laughs> okay. on my phone in like 10 minute segments a year. Okay. From now. I think that's what I'm going to watch. I think it's something to do. Yeah. So, do a little flipperoo. Yeah, I think so. I mean, everybody's, everybody's doing it the other way and that seems stupid <laughs> to me because yeah. like it's a long Because Barbie's the good one. Barbie's yeah. the only one I'm yeah. really, yeah. That's still, I'll, we'll circle. Okay. We'll circle back. Once mm-hmm. I see Barbie, I'll let you know which one was better that yeah. or Guardians 3. But I'll tell you, I, Guardians 3 is very good. Yeah. I did tear up. I teared up. Really? Tears in the eyes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. When Rocket, I this is I I guess this is a spoiler. If you haven't seen it, everyone in the world who wants to see it has seen it by now. Yeah, I don't want um, to. See. But this is uh, skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear this. But mm-hmm. this scene where Rocket uh, goes a little bit to the uh, to the afterlife for a little for a minute. A little bit? What do you mean? Oh, like he goes it's, and then it, they? Yeah, yeah, he's back. Okay, but uh, that scene. Oh boy, it got me. It got me good. Mm. Got me good, Pat. Which scene in Barbie did you cry at? Uh oh gosh, what's I mean <laughs> so hard to choose. I yeah, I I'd have a hard time listing them. Um probably all the scenes that Rhea Perlman is in. I would definitely say that. Sorry, is Rhea Perlman in that movie? You'll have to see, I guess, won't you? I hate this because I <laughs> the only thing I know about Barbie is A that apparently it's amazing, and B, I'm slowly starting to see like photos of other Barbies like from the movie come out and mm-hmm. I'm starting to see like other celebrities who are mm-hmm. in it and I hate it. I just, yep. I don't want to know that going in and I don't, I hate that. I don't know if fucking real Perlman <laughs> is in, I can't imagine she is, but I, but she might be. Uh, <sighs> she's so sick of Danny DeVito getting uh, his mm-hmm. face on every weird project. She's like, I want to turn. I'm doing that now. 
Um, okay. Anything else? No, I can tell you're stalling though. It's I clear. here's what I'll say. I and... a little bit, but this story. So I I have a ghost story for you. That's it's so good. Um, you're gonna you're not gonna believe it. And when I started researching it, I was like, this is gonna be a short one. I'm gonna have to stall. So I did do mm. a lot of like prep work for like here are things I can stall with. Okay. Yeah. But I did forget. The more I <laughs> the more I dug into the story, the more I think it's actually a full length episode. Mm. Um, took a lot of twists and turns. And uh, you're right. We should get into it. Do you want to? Are you ready to hear a ghost story? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm do you mean turn off the rock tumbler in the background, or is that okay? No, it's fine. Okay, I thought cool. it was. It has to be done by now. Uh, it goes for another 142 hours. Oh my god! I don't. So I no, don't, it's not done yet. Calculate that. It's got okay. a little while. I I can, I can filter it out and post. It'll be fine. Probably. Will you? Mm, probably. <laughs> Doesn't your family know there are several other rooms where a rock tumbler could go? Uh, no, it's pretty clear they got to go in Dad's podcasting <laughs> studio. There's... Uh, okay, well let's just let's just dive in. So I don't <laughs> I don't normally do it this way, but today I I've decided I'm going to tell you this story in a special way. Oh, I am going to tell you the ghost first. Um, okay. Usually it's like, you know, the history of whatever, and then we get to the death, and yeah, then it yeah. goes later. Yeah. I've like, been here. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay, good. You haven't forgotten. Uh, today I'm going to tell you about what the ghost is first, because I <laughs> I think if you know where this is all heading, it's going to be a lot more fun for, uh, for both of us, really. <laughs> so today, Patrick, I'm going to tell you the story, the true ghost story of a bridge in Texas that is haunted by the ghosts of monkeys. I'm sorry. Of monkeys. Have you seen monkeys? I have seen monkeys. Yeah. Have you ever experienced a monkey ghost? I, oh boy, you know, I haven't. I mean, I guess I've never, well, let me put it this way. I've seen monkeys at the zoo, right? Mm-hmm. They've never let me touch the monkeys. So I don't know. That's best. Yeah. I don't know. You know, oh, I, they maybe could I be, that's true. They could be, <laughs> they could be corporeal. They could not be corporeal. I really don't know. <laughs> They're very far away. Well, today you're going to learn about some monkey ghosts. Okay. And so every every second that I build toward this story, I want you to just be thinking about... Like, what's the path? Monkey ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> we are so far off the path. How could this steer back to monkey ghosts in the next... <laughs> and this is what I... So when I thought... When I first came across the story, when I thought it was going to be a really short one, I know we've done a couple short ones in a row, but I mm. thought this is going to be worth it because this is ghost monkeys. Um, and it turns out it's the best of all possible worlds because it's 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 got some real teeth, mm-hmm. just like those monkeys have. So <laughs> right around the turn of the 20th century, the good people of Athens, Texas, built a bridge. It, uh, it was a pretty small bridge. It spanned what looks to be like kind of a, I don't know, I'd say a mid-size or bigger creek. Okay. Definitely not a river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little creek. Is it like a like a like a like a footbridge like a, like a bridge for horses. It's y- essentially yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is essentially because um, it's a bit little little baby bridge mm-hmm. that is uh, it's built for for horse drawn carriages, but it's not much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. So um, it's small, but even though it's a small baby bridge, the people of Athens were like, "No, this is a big tough bridge," and they named it Thunder Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Um, I mean, I, I yeah, no arguments here. Yeah, yeah. It's aspirational. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Someday it'll grow up to be a big bridge, Thunder Bridge, and it'll be great. So Thunder Bridge was built to support horse-drawn wagons, mm-hmm. and it was rated at uh, apparently just five thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Which, as uh, one of the websites I read pointed out, that is not as heavy as most trucks in Texas today. <laughs> We'll name it Thunder Bridge because it makes a lot of noise and it bounces around a lot. Because oh, <laughs> when you drive that? anything over it, it crashes yeah. <laughs> real hard. Um, oh, and this is a point in my research. I added this in here. This is not important to the story at all, but I did want to add it to the... As I was doing my research, this is a point where um, I decided I really hate Texas ghost stories because <laughs> as I was reading these details on this, this ghost story about... Texas, uh, there was like an ad in the bottom corner playing like a little video mm-hmm. yeah. and it was for Kid Rock's White House. 
do you know any do you know about this i don't i i feel pretty happy that i don't to be honest with you yeah well you <laughs> are about to choices. share my new misery uh kid rock apparently has built like a house that is a replica of like of the white house mm-hmm. um that in, he uh, in texas in i think actually tennessee okay I don't know. Anyway, mm. I hate it. I hate it. And I hate, <laughs> I hate everything he does. <laughs> and I hate, well, I hate all of this. Uh, and I had to learn about that as a byproduct of researching this. And I hate it. I want you to know that I hate it. We're going to call the British and we're going to say, Hey, we got one last job for you. <laughs> it's here in Tennessee. <laughs> um, anyway, so, ev- so back to text, everything in this area, um, with the bridge and stuff, it was all going great. Like they built the bridge, sure, yeah. bridge its job is good yeah, for yeah. you know a while. You don't build bridges out of sadness. You build them out of elation. Uh, of, I would sure. I guess yeah. so. Like at least like hope for a future that I think exists. So. Yeah, yeah. And during that uh, that particularly peaceful time of 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 no monkey ghosts, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we call it the pre monkey era. Uh, a man named Melton Lee Fuller arrived on the scene. Uh, Melton was born on April 17th, 1875 in Nacogdoches, Texas. Oh, it sounds delicious. And uh. <laughs> it does sound delicious. And do you know, does it sound familiar in any way? It, I mean, it, mm, it does. I mean, it, you of all people should know exactly why Nacogdoches why sounds familiar. I, I don't know. Give it to me. You're going to be so mad when I tell I you am. Already that it is the setting of the incredible... Uh, the awards nubbed movie, Bubba Hotep. Ah, oh, you're right. It is. Yep. It is. Uh, you may dig up the poster. You still have the poster? Oh, hang on. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, for those not watching on YouTube, Patrick has left the recording studio. He's going in search of something that I really, God, genuinely hope is his Bubba Hotep movie poster. There it is. Hey. <laughs> i love you've given it such a nice setup here too this is great yeah it's i mean it's really it's co-host at this point (laughs) that's fine do you want me to step aside or Hmm? no i mean do you want me to actually step aside maybe it's (laughs) so good is that and bruce campbell signed that right he did did indeed yes this was a signature yeah yeah this was you remember the story of this one no, when someone we, got it for you. When we no no, when we worked at Blockbuster, yeah, when we worked at Blockbuster. There was some sort of like suggestive selling contest, like see how many customers you can sell stupid shit to. <laughs> um, I think it was like some sort of membership or whatever. Um, and the prize was this signed, framed, you know, behind glass Bubba Hotep poster. And I thought to myself, I'm no corporate stooge, <laughs> but. but I do have my limits and I sold the shit out of whatever stupid, you know, $8 membership it was to my, Oh, just every single day I was in there shilling for this. And, uh, at the end of the month or whatever, Mm -hmm. looked at the numbers and, um, uh, um, Jeremy had (laughs) sold like, uh, I think he was an assistant manager at this point. Jeremy had sold like, twice as many as I had. I was in second place and he was like way ahead. And I was so pissed off. I'm like, I, I have just like given up my soul. For the for, first time ever, I yeah. worked at this job. I know. Like it was, <laughs> I was exhausted. I, I actually worked for like a solid four hours out of an eight hour shift. And I did and I, I didn't come close to, to. Anyway, so um, about a year later, he was moving in with Courtney, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and he came into he came into Blockbuster carrying the poster under his arm, and I was like, "Hey, what are you bring that back in here for?" He goes, "Courtney won't let me have this in the house. Do you want it?" <laughs> I said, Finally, fucking sweet vindication. Yes, <laughs> I, I I have several thoughts. First of all, I don't remember. I don't. I've blocked out so much of this from my memory. I don't remember that I had a le- supposedly legitimate chance at owning this poster. Mm-hmm. I must have just known from the jump you that didn't I was have not going to win it. Because Jeremy and I were fucking stealing everybody's memberships to try and win Yeah, and I was, I, I was assigned off on this uh, early on. Two, it, I, 
I did. So you were given it was a gift. It was. It was yes. yes, that was correct. I remember that yes. correctly. I can't. Like, Courtney of all people said no. She's a. She was. A, she was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. She was. A, so you thought. Pretty nerdy and stuff. Yeah. And uh, now, uh, now my, you know these uh, these thoughts I've had of Courtney for the last twenty years. Dismiss uh, them. They're all wrong. Suddenly, yeah. they're all everything's a lie. <laughs> but I'm glad you ended up with it. You you deserve it. Jeremy didn't deserve it, and Clearly. you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so glad you still have it. Oh, God, so, what a great movie. I know. We're just gonna, I'm just gonna <sighs> leave that there for a few uh, for a few days. We'll see if anybody notices. I think leave it there. I think that's a permanent fixture now. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's going to be my Zoom background. <laughs> it's so good. Um, anyway, so yes, Bubba Hotep takes place in uh, in Nacogdoches, uh, Texas, and that's where um, Fuller is from. Now he lived there till he was about twenty. I will say it is distracting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up here. I'm up Not here. Not in a bad way yeah. necessarily. It's just like I want to tell the story now to uh, to Ossie Davis and and not you. <laughs> um, but uh, but so Fuller lived there. Till he was about twenty. Uh, then he leaves home to go study the ways of the Baptist preacher. And he was apparently a pretty big deal in that circle. He was a he was he was a preacher. He was a missionary as well. And at one time, he was named State Evangelist. Ev- nope, State Evangelist. <laughs> That's how it's pronounced. Okay. For the Baptist General Convention of Texas. Mm, wow. I don't know what that means. Ah, is it like the but Secretary of State for the Texas proud. Baptists? I don't think so <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> um but we get a we get a pretty religious uh, group i think listening to this podcast so someone undoubtedly undoubtedly yeah yeah so let us know um those of you who are devout baptists and and that's not if that's a big deal i i assume it's a big deal um and he was he was certainly proud of it and he uh he served as a reverend at a handful of churches around the state of texas before uh, before finally settling in Athens, Texas, in 1916. When he arrived, he was holding services in a church that was, quote, just a frame structure. So just a small place they didn't mm-hmm. even bother building out because they were like, no one, no one's going to like religion here in Texas. <laughs> um, but he was a popular minister. He did a really good job. He did, he was good at his craft and his congregation grew. And a few years later, he built, quote, one of the most modern church homes in East Texas. I don't know. Don't look at me. I don't know what church homes <laughs> means. Uh, later acquiring other church properties who total whose total value was estimated a few years ago at some $100,000. Hmm. They is erected it, a... She an empire, basically. Like a, like basically, a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he bought up everyone else. He's mm-hmm. Amazon... Mm-hmm. He's the Amazon of, of the cloth. <laughs> I think that's what he is. He's building up. He's buying up all these other churches, um, and he's absorbing them. And he, uh, mm-hmm. they erected a, a. This is a quote. They erected a brick parsonage, a tabernacle on a four-acre tract, uh, as well as an outdoor stadium adjacent to the church building. Hmm. Okay. For like, church. Like mega church stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. In like 1920. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way ahead of his time, obviously. Way ahead of his time. Uh, so while he was there doing his godly duties, he met Miss Virginia McClelland. She was the organist of the church. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Please go on. <laughs> she became the organist of the preacher, too. <laughs> she loved to play organs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have that joke written down. <laughs> um, and yes, they had so much in common. They had the one thing that they both liked in common. Mm, organs. And s- uh, organs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and they, um, they fell in love and they were married uh, not long after. And they lived a pretty happy life uh, by all public accounts. Now, at some point after Reverend Fuller was, uh, was settled in Athens... Um, likely this happened likely in the 1920s a circus came through town as they do sure sure um oh I just want to note oh this is yeah this, so this is for our listeners so hey hey everyone hey hey you hey Clayton Smith here <laughs> hey everyone it's me Clayton 
Let me turn my uh, seat around, turn my hat backwards real quick, and just uh, let's wrap a little bit. The research we do on this show is, uh, I would we? say it's exhaustive. <laughs> I, mean, I was going to give you some credit if you don't want it. It's Please fine. don't. No, I don't. know. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, fine. The research I do is pretty exhaustive. Mm-hmm. Um, I would call it uh, spotless and impeccable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means there's never any need to go look for details of of any of our episodes on your own. Yeah. Like these are all true stories. You can find them if you Google them, but there's no reason yeah. to. We get the whole thing cross-checked by other podcasts. It's just like a thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. And, you yeah, know. you guys wouldn't understand. Yeah. But <laughs> um but I in case anyone out there does uh get the the urge to go to go to go check our sources. I yeah. I just want to warn you, you will see a lot of confusion out there about dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of tellings of this story say that it happened in the 60s. But I'm oh. here to tell you that doesn't fucking check out, mm-hmm. and That's so not as interesting, really. It's definitely not as interesting, <laughs> and also um, for reasons we'll learn soon, it doesn't check. The dates don't line up, so it's it's wrong. It's lazy journalism. Mm-hmm. I encourage you, actually, if you see that, to write to the people who wrote mm-hmm. those stories and yeah, actually, say. And if you can't, it, you, sh- you should actually delete the website. You can do that now. Yeah, is that true? You can't. <laughs> that- you go. Yeah, you just. Wow. It's a. I have a button on my screen. It just yeah. deletes it right off the right okay. off the computer. Off the internet, and it's gone forever. I think so. Yeah, that's how the internet works. I think. <laughs> just call Elon. He'll t- he'll get it all taken off the off the internet. <laughs> yeah, he'll love that. Um, so you know, I just this, this is a, like if you go and you Google uh, Monkey Bridge, Texas, you will find a lot of stories that are like this is the '60s. It's not because it it doesn't work out that way. You have to you have to dig really deep to actually get the true story and I've done that for you all. Mm-hmm. I've done the hard work for you since so. 11 o'clock this morning. Yeah, 11:30 <laughs> <laughs> earliest actually. <laughs> but um you know, don't believe everything you read. Just believe everything you hear from me. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh so anyway, so circus comes to town. Now this particular circus, it wasn't it wasn't limiting itself to railroad towns, which so many circuses at this time did. They mm-hmm. would have railroad cars. They would, yep. Circuses are heavy. They yeah, have elephants, animals. Yep. Very they have heavy. The, like the the big fat lady. Yep. You know <laughs> she, she's super heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they only got dogs. that little fucking bridge. So yeah, you know, like how well, and, there's no, the and and more importantly, there's no railroad tracks over the bridge. <laughs> right. <famously>. So <laughs> that's also a problem. <laughs> So, uh, so this, this circus was traveling by wagon train, mm-hmm. which is totally common in, uh, in this, this part of, uh, of our, of our lives. <laughs> and they were moving through Athens in the evening. So they didn't, they, they were going to set up camp not too far outside of Athens, but they wanted to like get to a certain point. Mm-hmm. And so they're traveling through in the dark, um, and they got outside of Athens, and the thick trees in the woods there made the journey out of town um, especially dangerous. Like, it got very dark very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they planned on just going a few more miles further before they set up camp, so they pushed on through the darkness, and eventually they came to the uh, to Thunder Bridge. Mm. Now, the first few wagons went over no problem. Because sure. it's there to support you. It, that's what a bridge does. Right. It, it lets you go over it. Mm-hmm. That's its whole thing. And some of those wagons do that, but the driver of one wagon, I guess, had a hard time seeing, and he missed where the bridge stopped and the air started. <laughs> <laughs> and so the wheels of his of his of his cart went off the side, and the whole wagon fell over off the bridge into the creek bed below. <sighs> Which is looks to be about a maybe a fifteen foot drop. Ooh, like it's goodness. not, yeah. You know, it's not like no guardrails. Interesting. No guardrails. Mm. Very interesting. And it's not, you know, it's not it's certainly not the biggest drop of all time, but it's that's yeah. gonna. But so you're do falling. Some damage. Yeah, you're falling ass over tea kettle in the middle of the night. I don't want to fall fifteen feet into anything. Ass over tea kettle. That's a saying. Is it when you fall ass over? Google it. You, if you fall ass over tea I, kettle, it's a thing. In what scenario would a person fall ass over tea kettle? I don't know. I mean, when, <laughs> when, when, if you were to fall off, a, if you fall off a Texas bridge in the middle of the night, into I don't a creek, think I would, I would say you were there. I would have an ass, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't have, look. We don't have time to fact check this, but I, <laughs> I just know that I will later. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so the the wagon goes over the side and uh, and it smashes onto the creek bed below. the The wagon breaks open and out 
pour your what are you googling your ass over tea kettle <laughs> your face changed color so i know you opened a search window <laughs> you look confused oh what? there's a link miriam webster ah these are hacks i don't <laughs> Uh, head over heels. Is that what you meant to say? Because that's what you just sent me in the link. What? This says the URL is literally miriamwebster.com slash dictionary slash ass over tea kettle. I didn't look at that part. <laughs> I look at the header ass over tea kettle adverb informal in or as if in a somersault. And then in big, bold blue letters, head over heels. Making yeah. people. Uh, this, this is nothing. Ass over tea kettle. What are you, a 90-year-old Yenta? What is this? What I, does this mean? I'm, I'm, I'm staying relevant to the time. I don't... I guess that's... I guess that's true. <laughs> I mean... Ass over tea kettle. I'm going to... Origin of ass over tea kettle. Safe search off. <laughs> um, here's the etymology. Here's the... Uh, that's what I want to say. I want to see the etymology... Anyway, dear readers or listeners, whatever you're doing here, it's I see a lot of you reading the transcript in the car. Um, <laughs> just comment uh, below, or is there below? Uh, sure. Yeah, comment below <laughs> if you've heard the phrase. Do a five star review and then uh, let us know. Yeah, impossible. Anyway, okay, fine. Where God? Where were we? <laughs> you're going to use it in your class now. You're going you're to use it. In your I will. I refuse. Say, what the I hell won't. does that mean? You're going to say, God <laughs> "Damn it, he got it in my brain." Zach, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I say it's kind of thing you make up when you want to sound smart, but you don't know what it means. Hey, Axel, is that Axel? God, he looks ragged. Is that Axel? Yeah, I brush him every day, and a lot more comes off every Boy. day. That doesn't seem right, does it? No, mm. this is death knell, I guess. He does a lot of the old, uh, like walk into a room, stand there, and kind of squint and look around. I do that. Yeah, I'm um, 40 now, so I do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so God, I this is going to be even longer than I thought. Of. Okay, so to do, so oh, I the so the 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 falls the, in the, falls in the it, creek falls yeah. in the creek ass over tea kettle and uh, and the obviously it smashes open and out pour dozens and dozens of monkeys. Why would you keep them all in one wagon? Why I wouldn't mean, you? I mean, it, it seems like a your lot. monkey bet. It seems like, like a high, like density, high concentration. Where yeah. else would you put monkeys? In several wagons and more comfortable. Yeah, you want to share quarters? them with what? Because you only have so many wagons, so you want to put the monkeys either together or you're going to spread the monkeys along with. Uh... If I have dozens and dozens, Clayton, if I have dozens <laughs> and dozens of monkeys, uh-huh, I yeah. think I'm doing well enough. I can afford a couple wagons for them. You don't just like make dozens and dozens of monkeys. Out of nothing, you're so stupid. <laughs> you're so. St- Don't you know what capitalism is? Saying who can get the most monkeys in their carriage, I guess. Yes, that's okay. exactly that is literally <laughs> exactly winning. capitalism. Up until the more monkeys you can fit in one small space, mm-hmm. the better you're doing. Mm-hmm. Is this how Bitcoin um, started? This is what kind yes, of what I'm. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So now these monkeys are all escaping, and I'll tell you this, they are pissed off. <laughs> um, first of all, they just fallen off a bridge, and I that I don't I probably didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I liked it. Um, and some of their monkey friends did die in the fall. Mm, I believe that's it. probably pretty infuriating yeah. also. And then uh, on top of that, all I don't I don't think animals in the 1920 circus were treated too. Too, they were too good. Yeah, you know? seen enough of, enough of, enough of the old classic circus shows. So that's probably the case. Yeah. So so the monkeys escape. They're so mad. And uh, now the other the other circus wagons stop because they all see this one. Obviously, go over the bridge and yeah. uh, so they want to watch. They're all happens. freaking out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> go check it out. They got they popped the popcorn. <laughs> I get it going. Which one <laughs> fell over? No, you fucking kidding me. Not that the one. The monkeys. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> so all the handlers and the 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 carnies or what I don't know whatever mm. they they all get out of their wagons and they run over to help. And the monkeys now they they're they they're not want to be stupid. helped. They don't want to be helped, do they? <laughs> they don't want to be helped, and they also recognize an opportunity for bloody vengeance. <laughs> 
And the first thing that these monkeys do is they attack the humans and rip them to pieces. Mm. The monkeys killed so many circus handlers this day. <laughs> it's astonishing. Um, uh, by the way, this is why you keep monkeys in multiple carriages. I don't know if I needed I, to yeah, like, go well, in. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so many humans die that day because the monkeys are so mad and uh, they will have their vengeance. And they do. And they kill. God, they just ripped the faces off of every single person there almost. Mm. Um, and then once their bloodlust is sated, <laughs> they, they run out into the woods and they're gone. Mm-hmm. Now, after running for a bit, some of the monkeys uh, find themselves actually on Reverend Fuller's property. This is where things get interesting. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of faces just get ripped off, and now it's getting interesting. Now, finally, this is the interesting stuff. (laughs) Supposedly, Reverend Fuller wasn't just a successful Baptist preacher. Supposedly, I don't want to get sued by uh, <laughs> by any family might have left behind, but supposedly, he was also a pretty devoted occultist. Axel really punctuated that with a meow, and I think I like it. He's meowing right into his food bowl, yeah, which is full of food, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, but he is apparently a pretty devout, devoted occultist. Uh, and How according could, to this, you can be a preacher and an occultist. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, that's fine, yeah. Um, as long as it's being addressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about it, because it's the smartest thing. But according to the stories, he led black magic ceremonies in the woods around his property, uh, and there are even accounts of tunnels beneath his property where he would carry out some of the more uh, delicate rituals. Now, yes, I think, I don't know about you, I think this makes a, actually a lot of sense. <laughs> this is hedging your bets on a cosmic level. <laughs> I just so if you're Baptist especially, and I I'm not Baptist, but my understanding is if you you get baptized as a Baptist, you're saved, right? So mm-hmm. like know, regardless, like, I think so. I think like regard like it, oh, uh, I mean, there's probably things you could do to erase it, but it's like why would you even continue like doing? Yeah, stuff? There, so like there must good. be things in there that are like mm-hmm. you can't go too far off the I path. Mean, but if you're a preacher, it's kind of like if I show up for work. And they're like, okay, you've worked your 40 hours. We're not going to pay you for any more. I'm not going to keep showing up for work. You know, like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. But if you, if you are saved by work, you get paid 40 hours, even if you don't show up at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the situation he finds. So he, so he's got that going for him and he's, you know, he's a preacher. He's very good. He's like, he's got a big, he's got a big flock and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so he's doing his work there, but also just in, like, but it's good because if, if it turns out that that's all nonsense, mm-hmm. then he's also doing this like dark magic blood sacrifice shit. Yeah. So if like, if, you know, if he dies and it's like, there's no God, there's only like Baphomet. other stuff, right, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> he's like, well, I did all these sacrifices yeah. of humans and animals. Like, that's pretty good. Right. And if he goes to heaven, they would mm-hmm. be like, well, you did worship this other like dark mm-hmm. entity. He could be like. Well, yeah, but yeah. I also I also mm-hmm. saved a lot of souls down there, mm-hmm. right? Huh? Twenty four hours in the day, guys. Huh? So that's right. That's right. <laughs> and then if Baphomet gets mad that he was like working on God's side, he could be like, "Well, yeah, but that was like a cover. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was really yeah. doing your thing all along." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's no downside here. Sure, is what I <laughs> I think. Is. I mean, you, you're very busy. Like you're spending a lot of time. Oh, doing yeah. this, Which again, I. Does he have this kids? is rural Texas in 1920. Like what? Yeah, yeah. What else are you gonna do? I don't think they have kids. <laughs> this is their fun. This is what they do for fun. I don't know which one is what. I don't know which one is work and which one is fun. But one of them is work and one of them is is pleasure. <laughs> um. So anyway, he's got this whole secret life going on, and one of the things um you need for a lot of black magic. I don't know if you know this, Patrick, mm. but uh, one of the things you need is uh, you need some animal blood. Mm, makes sense. And so he gets a situation, and I don't know if it's, I, God, I don't know if it's like the more exotic the animal blood, the like stronger the ritual, or mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, just cool to use exotic animals. You'd be like, oh, you, <laughs> you use raccoon blood? That's yeah. cool. I use monkey blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's just like, God, like a snobby so occultist. Monkeys. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is what I would be, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. but maybe it's just like, there's always monkeys on my property. Waste not, waste not one, not. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, whatever the case is, he finds these monkeys on his property and he's like, I'm going to catch as many of these dumb monkeys as I can. <laughs> and he does. He captures as many as he can and he puts them in an animal cage that was very conveniently already erected on his property. Okay. So I'm going to show you a picture of the cage as it looks today. And this is, you know, about a hundred years later. It's still mm-hmm. standing. Um, keep that in mind when I show you. So this is Fuller's animal cage. You can see there's like a, there's right, a, like, like a, like a mesh, like a mesh wire thing. Yeah. Yeah, with like a metal roof over yeah. top. Um, this, yeah, this now, doesn't this doesn't seem like thrown together at all. It seems pretty. It seems purposeful, pretty thought out. Yeah, yeah. Now he said it was an aviary for birds, but one thing I know about aviaries is most of them actually like have sunlight coming in from the top. <laughs> <laughs> so that seems maybe not quite accurate. This looks a lot more forest prisony than I think he wants yeah. to admit. Just it's quite forest prisony. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so that's that's the cage that was already built that he supposedly threw these monkeys into. And uh let's see. So he catches them. Oh, uh yeah. So between the wagon crash and all the dark magic, the number of monkeys killed is just is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of monkeys, a lot of monkeys lost uh, in those weeks or months. Dozens at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe dozens and dozens. Lots of monkeys. Lots of monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. Okay. So I want you to just, you know, live with the scope of that. Yeah. Uh, so the Fullers now, they died not too long after all this under pretty kind of strange or secretive circumstances. Mm-hmm. Virginia Fuller died in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. There she, appears to be... Did, 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 her, did her face accidentally get ripped off? Was it? Well, I, we don't know because there appears to be no obituary. She got cholera and her face fell off. She got, and... she got cholera of the nose? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, gosh, and you don't even know it, but that really ties into Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in a very oh, interesting way. I don't Patrick. need that. Thank you for <laughs> Okay. I won't tell you how, um, how it ties into Barbie then. <laughs> uh, and then Reverend Fuller himself, he died in January of 1944 after, quote, an illness of some duration. Mm-hmm. That was the obituary. Mm-hmm. I I would get probably black magic related. Yeah. Is my guess. Mm-hmm. Got dragged to the depths of hell through a portal that he created. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. His body came back smoking and smelling like brimstone. I don't know. I guess he had the gout. <laughs> probably <laughs> cholera. That's what most of it is. Where's his face, by the way? Yeah. So probably black magic. Early. It could be monkey retribution. I'm not ruling that out. That if he still has him at this point, they have been likely. hatching a plan for well, several decades. Some of the monkeys got away. I hope so. So, yep. they, so they, they might have been hatching this plan for a while, and they finally enacted their vengeance. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying it could happen. Mm-hmm. Monkeys are smart. Um, anyway, the Fullers were buried on their property, and parts of which are now a park. So today, there's Fuller Park um, in Texas. I want to show you. I want to show you the gravesite of the Fullers, and I want to see what you notice about this. I'll share the screen. Um, okay, this is this. I see Explain the this for our audio listeners, please. The, the, the gravesite is within the uh, like five inch wide nautical chains for some reason. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it looks like somebody has erected two or three foot wide by six foot tall pillars of some sort of masonry. And then I think so. <laughs> Maybe chained. skin. It's hard to say. Yeah. It, look, it does look very, very skinny. wrapped in skin. I would say so. And then. <laughs> Created a lot of uh, like human obstructions to either keep something in or out. Uh, among them, large shipyard chains. I want to show you the scale of these chains. Mm-hmm. And I found a photo of someone standing next to them. Are you ready for this shit? Sure, why not? This is how big these chains are. Wasn't prepared for that. No, <laughs> they are the <laughs> biggest chains I've ever seen. Are so they buried? At- are they buried next to Kong or something? I'm not sure what's. <laughs> 
We are, I, I don't know. We, I, 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 I'll be honest here. I have not been good about posting all of our videos to YouTube. So that all there, maybe I will post this one. There is, we have a photo here of a woman standing next to the chains in this graveyard. The chains are bigger than her arm. Easily, easily. Yeah. Um, Each link is probably about the size of her face. I would say. Yes. Yes. These are, this is a huge chain, but also you could very easily go under. Sure, right. So these people are buried in a place that is locked off by chains that are huge and also not meant to keep people out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think yeah. it must be part of some like ritual, like to keep some sort of unholy thing from yeah. creeping in and digging up your corpse. Yeah, there, there's also this some is- also some sort of like weird, you know, four or five inch thick steel pipe. At ankle yeah, height that this runs is a around the entire guard. thing. As well. <laughs> They're yeah. like, no cows in here, please. <laughs> yeah, so if you try to walk straight into it, you will hurt your shin and I guess your belly mm-hmm. on these. But you can just bend over and step over the bar and go under the chain and you're good. This this has to be for some sort of a cult yeah, thing. They, they clearly like used to have problems with the graves. And they're like, you know what? We, we got to put the big chain up now because they keep getting yeah. through the little one. Well, and you remember the uh, we did the episode on the uh, the Yazoo, the witch of the Yazoo mm-hmm. River, mm-hmm. Uh, who had a chain around her grave. And we thought that was so stupid because mm-hmm. that's not going <laughs> to keep anyone in or out. Um, maybe it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe the maybe the chain is a thing. I don't know. There's some spellcasting shit going on here for sure. So <laughs> these people, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They were into some dark, dark shit. They, I was not totally convinced until I saw the gravesite, and I thought, "That's all right. That's it. that's it." <laughs> um, now, all the monkeys that died in this area, they have some unfinished business. Now, they don't have a. They, they did murder their captors, so that yeah. feels like they did knock off quite a bit of unfinished business. Yeah, I'm not sure what else is on your list at that point, but yeah, okay, that's fair. I think maybe. You know, do, landing that triple sow cow would probably be uh, something on your list that you don't get to do because now there's no, you know, downside. You're not yeah. in the circus anymore. So maybe, so maybe maybe enjoying fleeting moments as a as a monkey in the forest, living. Oh, as that's nature true. Oh, intended. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, For maybe a that's few true minutes, too. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So there's some, but not. You know, they did they did finish some some of their business. Mm-hmm. Um, if they hadn't killed their captors, I. Th- I feel pretty confident they would be such powerful ghosts. <laughs> there was so much unfinished business. But as it stands, the bridge in the park, uh, in the Fuller Park, they're haunted with the ghostly howls of monkeys. So mm. you don't see monkeys when you go there, but you will hear them howling nearby. And you will hear the screams of the men they killed when they escaped. <sighs> now, those guys had a lot of unfinished business. That's so a bad scream right there. Loud. Yeah. Killed by a monkey scream. That's got to be one of the worst ones. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine how I would scream if I were killed by a monkey. It feels like a very slow process, mm-hmm. a very slow and very painful and very frantic process. <laughs> I don't like that. This is why I don't keep any monkeys chained up in my basement. Mm-hmm, exactly. I definitely don't keep them in such high concentration anymore after this story. <laughs> you would definitely, there's yeah. some in this room and some in that room, some in the bedroom, <laughs> some in the attic, but definitely not all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of sense. Uh, this noise is so loud and occurs so frequently that the bridge quickly became known as Monkey Bridge. Now, the bridge was actually taken down several years ago. Um, but if you go to the spot where the bridge was today, you can still hear the monkeys and the men screaming. And I'll leave you with this 2017 story from the Tyler Morning Telegraph, a local uh, local journalistic establishment. Um, and I just lost it. There it is. They interviewed... They interviewed an Athens resident named Christopher Reyes about growing up near Monkey Bridge. And Reyes said that when he was younger, he and his cousin would play around the bridge in the nearby railroad tracks. And one day, a man wearing a mask walked up to them, screaming at them to leave the bridge. They thought that was pretty scary. (laughs) (laughs) And now Reyes says, looking back, even in broad daylight, 
it's still eerie during the interview where they brought him back to the uh, to the bridge during the interview, and during the interview he kept looking over his shoulder and clutching his knife. <laughs> this is Texas where you just you know you yeah. walk around with your knife yeah. <laughs> always and clutch it sometimes. Quote: I just don't feel safe to be honest. Reyes said. Whoever or whatever could be around, and it's almost as if I'm on someone's territory. And I want to point out, he is on someone's territory. Yeah. This is owned by Union Pacific Railroad right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's a true feeling to have. Um, and then the last thing from the story. So, quote, Reyes was always told not to mess around with Monkey Bridge. Now he shares those stories with his kids, warning them not to visit either. Wow. So if you've ever wanted to be haunted by a monkey ghost, the screams of monkeys and men, I got a place for you. <laughs> and it's in one of the top three worst states in our, our nation. Uh, wow. Yeah. Pretty intense. Pretty intense. If you think about like the ghosts that you, that we've talked about that you would like, mm-hmm. like to go check out sometime, right. where does this fall? Uh, I would say it falls just behind Jeff. That's where I would say it would fall. <laughs> Jeff is that far down on your list? God, Jeff is like number one. <laughs> Everything's right behind Jeff, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, if there's one thing I need out of life, it is a talking mongoose ghost <laughs> who is so uh, such a dick to everyone. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. Um, And that's the story of uh, of Monkey Bridge. In, uh, outside of Athens, Texas. And if you want to go to Monkey Bridge, it's not there anymore. But you you know, you know, can go and hear the monkeys. Um, I don't know. It's Texas, so it's rural Texas. I don't... I'm not going to go. But yep. you can go. And if you let go, know. let us know how it, how it is. Uh, gosh. And if you like this story, you could listen. Hey, we do this every week so far. And you can you can listen and you can rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. You could tell your friends and family. Um, I think that's it. Anything, uh, Pat, from you about? Uh, no, I no. I'm just. Uh, we need a closing thing to say. We yeah. have to have like a standard closing because I. <laughs> I still uh, we've done this more than a year. I still don't know how to close any of these episodes. Just slowly fade out while we just blather more and more and more. And ladders. Come on, man. <laughs>